everyone. Welcome back to Mercy Talk. This is Melanie Wise. And this is Jen Otero. And last month we started a new series on the roots of addiction and really just discussing the healthy needs that we can try to meet in a variety of unhealthy ways. Mm -hmm. And really a lot of those unhealthy ways can eventually become addictions. And so that's really what we're talking through is how those addictions get rooted in when we're trying to meet a healthy need that's an important need that's a God-given need. And so today we are excited to invite back our special guest, Ms. Brooke. Thanks for coming back, Brooke, to continue yeah. the conversation. Thanks for having me. So we've really actually covered a lot of ground yeah. so far and covered quite a few different um, areas. And today we're going to really kind of start focusing in on the need, as you said, the healthy need that we have for significance. Yeah. But how that specific need can, mm-hmm. doesn't always, but can manifest itself through uh, social media use um, and can really turn into an addiction yeah. um, to you know to the internet, to our devices. Um, another way that that can manifest is um, addiction to gaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it can kind of look a variety of different ways, but we're kind of talking about how the root of that is often just a need for uh, significance. Yeah. And so we're going to kind of unpack that a little bit today. And You know, social media addiction in and of itself is really kind of a term we were even talking before the show that it's mm-hmm. it's really only been within recent years that, that that's even been a conversation that started yeah. to be had um, and and obviously you know we were even just talking about how social media when it first first started we were talking back to like the MySpace days yeah. <laughs> those were the good old days <laughs> but how that all began when people really were just still working off of desktop computers yeah, and right. like we said they would go home a couple of times a day and maybe check mm-hmm. it or mm-hmm. post something I don't even remember how MySpace works but but really when social media powerful. started to jump into this whole new realm was when cell phones right. and smartphones not cell phones smartphones you know really kind of came into existence and that's just taking it all to a really different level but you know, I know that for a long time there's kind of been differing opinions over whether or not the overuse of social media or gaming or things like that can really become an actual addiction. Mm-hmm. But Brooke, you were just sharing before the show that it really is it's it's actually diagnosable. Yes. Now. Yes, it is. It's in the DSM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there you go. So they can diagnose <laughs> you and give you whatever meds you feel like you need for it. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's still controversy. I think a lot of people think that is ridiculous. But Mm -hmm. the reason that, you know, uh, I'm not going to justify everything that the brilliant people who write the DSM do, um, but a lot of this came out of, um, honestly, Asian countries. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of uh, gaming cafes. And so they actually have multiple accounts of people leaving their children and their children have died because wow. they are at the gaming cafes gaming. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there there is a line that is crossed. And I think with anything, and that's what we're realizing, right, then we as a culture make it a very dramatic thing versus... Right. But there are a few outliers that it's become that significant. I think there's been a few reported cases in the U.S. I have not looked at that data in a couple mm-hmm. years. So I'm going to say, I think the last I read was probably three cases that they reported was because of gaming there was child neglect to that severity. But, you know, wow. that's just reported and found. Like, yeah. who knows, you know, kind of what's been out there. Um, also, a lot of, um, we see like in addiction treatment, um, those, it's kind of a secondary addiction. Um, and a lot of times, to those in wilderness treatment centers, mm-hmm. you know, who don't necessarily deal with just addiction. A lot of that is, you know, people are sending their kids there because 
they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. but gaming they're not Mm -hmm. getting jobs they're not doing well at school so you know if we go into addiction you're giving up every healthy aspect of your life to do this one thing Mm -hmm. right? right so kind of sticking back with the definition that we have talked about a lot in fact i feel like every time i'm on here we're talking about that but Mm -hmm. anyway so Mm -hmm. um and you know the other piece about this too is that i mean it's integrated in our society at every level that's right so it's constantly available right so our phones are right there at all times um we use social media as our main source of information, yep. right? Not just for our families' lives, but for the news. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were like, yeah, so, well, I knew about, you know, X, Y, and Z happening in another country because it was on Twitter, Yep. and that's how I know what's going on in the world, right? And I think that's fascinating, but honestly, this happened to me the other day, so I've gotten off of Facebook, and my very dear cousin, who I'm very close to, had a baby, and I had no idea mm-hmm. because everybody's like, well, I posted it on Facebook. I was like, oh, I thought we had a relationship, but okay. <laughs> yeah, like, I guess it was in, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, like, I just totally missed it mm-hmm. because I'm not on there. And so you can feel then disconnected. That's right. Which, by the way, when you get off of Facebook, they will send you multiple emails. I'm unless sure you they have do. Stopped. Like, someone posted and you're like, oh, well, I mean, I do want to know what they said. Yeah. And then you're, you know, back on That's it. So, funny. you know, so, I mean, it's kind of been a primary source of information for us. And then what we found, too, is that people would prefer to communicate via text message Mm -hmm. or via social media than they would Mm face-to-face. And I don't know if you guys remember, so like in so when I was in college 2000, 2004 like your distraction was Snake and then like the, do you remember Snake no. on the Nokia phones that you could put any cover on it that you wanted which was amazing I'm so sorry you missed out on that <laughs> I missed yeah. out on the Snake yeah. and then so, so that was the only game like on your phone <laughs> and uh, I'm just laughing because anyway but then you know then what the razors came out and you were like oh I could get a pink razor Ooh. and I could text way easier Right? Instead of just hitting one button over and over and over. I have to hit it three times for a C. And then I have to go down here. But I remember I was like, I don't know why people would call. I mean, like, why people would text. Mm -hmm. Like, why wouldn't you just call me? Like, this is so, you know, it's just such a waste of my time to text you something. And now I'm kind of like, why would anybody call me? so true. Like, do we have to talk? You know? I Mm -hmm. mean, really. And so I just... Um, but we were having this really big in-depth discussion about why people would ever text. It's such a waste of time. Just call, pick up the phone and call. Mm-hmm. And then now in that amount of time, we are the other way yes. around. Right. So. Yep. And how that has impacted our interpersonal relationships and connectivity. Like, I even think about the conversations I've had with my 13-year-old lately. She actually came home the other night and was talking about her geography teacher. And he was talking about the social media thing, which I thought was kind of interesting as we were getting ready to talk about it. Even the terminology of Mm -hmm. friends and likes and all of these terms that we have this whole different understanding of what it means because if you're on Facebook or have social media suddenly these terms have all this other meaning. And he talked about, he said, you know what, guys? When I was a kid and I referred to my friends 
they actually lived down the street from me and we played basketball and I knew their birthdays. He goes, now you have 600 friends on social media and if I were to ask you what their birthday is, you would need to get on and look. He goes, it's such a different idea of what even these terms mean to us in our culture and how in many, many ways that's really a sad thing. Mm-hmm. But he, it was really interesting to have this conversation with my 13 year old. She's like, mom, I had never thought about how that word, even friend, now has this completely different connotation in mm-hmm. my culture in comparison to my teacher and how he lived life. And he really challenged them. Like if they're your true friend, these are some of those things that you should be looking for. Do you know their last name? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a concept. Do you know their birthday? Do you know anything about them that's actually meaningful? Or is it this really disconnected thing through social media and the way that we live our lives in this culture that is just not setting you up for real interpersonal relational success in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, for sure. Well, obviously, as human beings, we are hardwired to to desire this connection thing. I was actually just listening to Brene Brown um, on my way home from work yesterday, and she was talking about how, like, she's got her doctorate in social work. Like, she's spent, she was like, I mean, 15 years and thousands and thousands (laughs) of dollars later, I've come to one conclusion, and it is that every human being is hardwired to connect and belong. Yeah. She's like, some people didn't need 15 years and thousands of dollars (laughs) to figure that out, but I did. You know, but I'll listen to someone like that who has done that level of research and still comes out with like, this is, Mm -hmm. this is what we all are hardwired for and we all desire. And I mean, obviously social media has somehow opened this door to where we can do that Mm -hmm. in some shape or form. Like literally 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. I mean, and the problem comes out of that is when you have, you have put so much of your time, energy and investment in that and you don't have any boundaries around that and Mm -hmm. you don't have any sort of structure to like, when am I going to use this? When am I going to access this? How often am I going to be spending time on this? That's right. If you don't have any of that, what can happen is that it can just become, it can become a replacement for actual real human heart to heart face to face connection it's it so can just true. become like really just a fake pseudo version of that and you somehow might think that i am connected because of this but it's not the real thing mm-hmm. and so i just i'm, I'm thinking about it. i'm like of course the enemy would do that and, right. and just lie to us as saying well this is the way you can find that but it's not the real thing and it's really kind of empty in the end yeah. um and so I, you know i just feel like it's just a way to tap into how we're really hardwired but it's just not it's not real it's not the real thing so kind of on that note I mean what we've seen is that over time social media can become a need Mm -hmm. right so the immediacy of like connecting with people I posted something just sitting there and staring at it to see how many likes you get um that sort of it was actually funny my husband yesterday um he's in this group text with his class and I said well yeah you can just like that and he goes well it's a heart like I don't love what she said <laughs> like I just like you know like I, and I said yeah well it's just more of an acknowledgement and he was like so now I love a comment to acknowledge that I saw it and then I like it and we kind of you know went to this whole thing and it really has social media has redefine some things yeah, for us true. so it is based off of you know the likes and oh well such and such didn't like that so i guess they didn't think it was funny or mm-hmm. you know we've gotten into um as we were talking about earlier you know 
people post this this life that is just not real mm-hmm. on social media, then we compare everything to it, or you feel that everyone needs to know every moment of what you did, and it it becomes a okay. I'm going to post all of these things. What gets the most likes? What gets you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a piece of social media that that is great for yeah, media, for marketing, for getting stuff out there. You know, um, you know, just connecting in in some ways. Uh, you know, you mentioned. Um, off air about you know when the hurricanes happen and just knowing that people are okay like it's a quick place to connect yeah but for data information yeah somebody you probably wouldn't have maybe couldn't have connected right. with and they mark themselves safe and you're like okay they're good but that's like a moment in time mm-hmm. versus you know um i am not playing with my children because i'm on my phone and i have you know working with couples and that sort of thing i've seen that so much on both sides of you know the the moms and the dads um i was working with a couple who i mean the dad literally never put down the phone he Mm -hmm. came home and was on the phone the entire time the kids are running and then he's mad that the kids are running around screaming Mm -hmm. trying to get his attention Mm -hmm. you know and so and it's a hard because it's easy it's easy to be there to say a funny comment some people like it and you feel really warm and fuzzy inside and you know i'm so brilliant you know and i mean a piece of that they and i don't know where they got this data guys but it was um it was an actual institute that I can't think of at this moment. But it said that uh, this generation is 60% more narcissistic yeah. than any other. And I may have mentioned that in another podcast. But, you know, I mean, a piece of it is everything is about how are you presenting yourself? Mm-hmm. How are people viewing it? What do you, you know, see? And and I really think we have to ask ourselves, is this taking away from connectivity with other people and our families? And, you know, it may be to the point of the addiction but the root of that is being connected yeah right feeling liked feeling you know feeling that people think you're funny feeling you know and it may be texting i mean even if we go back to like the work stuff right so you know um when i was working all the time mine was just feeling like i had to have my phone there because if i did not respond to a text all terrible things would happen so true you know and so it got to a point in our life that i had to come home at five and put my phone in a drawer Mm-hmm. And just know that mm-hmm. the world will go on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and same difference. Or you can be just scrolling Instagram in the middle of the night and you're like, why am I even so true. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, so. and I think that's where we go back to that whole idea of addiction in the first place is literally sacrificing healthy things in your life because right. you can't say no to this one thing. Yeah. And so when you think about just social media and whatever it is, if it's you're just scrolling around or if you're nonstop posting, whatever it is, like you're sacrificing the face-to-face relationships that are hopefully in mm-hmm. the room with you in that moment. Like, mm-hmm. um, And so, because I just think about whenever I go on a trip or a vacation with a friend or with a family member or somebody who just wants to post every hour what we're doing and where we're going, I'm like, you realize that every hour I lose you for five or ten minutes? Right. Because right. you're picking the photo, and then you're picking the filter, and then you've got to find the right caption. And so, like, yeah. you are absent from our vacation. You're absent for 10, yeah. 15, 20% of our vacation because of all the posting. And so, like, just what you give up because you have yeah. So like you can't right. let it go. You can't right. not do it. Um, and so, or it's sleep, or it's whatever. You know, it's like I don't care what I'm giving up for this. This is too important. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So I think just keeping that big picture. Totally. Is and I right. think for everyone listening, I mean, I'm thinking of three days ago. I was sitting on my couch and I was tired and I was trolling, as a friend of mine calls it, trolling. I think on Instagram, and I looked up and thought, my almost one year old is sitting here 
chilling. She's a great baby, but I am losing moments in this moment. And so do I think I'm addicted to social media? Absolutely not. But right. I think even for those moments where it does become that escape, I think even with these shows, our heart is that it speaks to the listeners that remind you in that moment of get off your phone and focus on your kiddo in that moment, all the way up to, wow, I may have a full-fledged addiction to gaming that I need to get some help yep. for. Do you know yep. what I mean? Like, I know that's been such our heart with all of these, and it's an encouragement to me, too, to walk away and go, yeah, I need to just be mindful of that and to make sure the boundaries are in place and that it's not... We set off air, too, that it's not like social media needs to be vilified, but we need to be aware of where it falls in our lives. And if there's some tweaks that need to be made or some full on intervention, whatever that looks like, to just really be aware. And the reality is that once cell phones came in, this became a whole nother level of immediacy. Like mm-hmm. we said, you know, back in the day of MySpace, you'd get on your <laughs> computer once or twice a day and that was it. Right. Now it's such a constant battle to make sure that that phone isn't stuck to your face and you're not constantly focused focused on it and really, really missing out on some things. And I think the reality is understanding that even with when we're talking about significance today, the pull to social media so often is that maybe those that struggle with confidence or low self-esteem, they can really try to connect. And I'm using my quoter fingers because it's not real connection in that situation without fear of being rejected. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people will create a whole nother online personality because they wish they were someone else. They post things that are not true. Like I, we would always say to our graduates when I worked in transitional care that like Facebook is fake. Mm -hmm. Do not get pulled in when you see your mercy sisters or other people that you know putting on this perfect picture on social media and buy the lie that it's true. Some of it may be. I have a wonderful life and my children are cute and when I put up pictures, it's great. But it's only the small snippet of what life really is. And if you get pulled into thinking into the comparison of things, it's actually such a sad ploy of the enemy that gets us so focused on what someone else is doing and what their life looks like that actually is false. Mm -hmm. So not only am I getting pulled into a falsity at times, I'm then buying the lie that their falsity is better than my truth. Mm -hmm. And now comparison is kicked in. And there's that old saying that comparison breeds Mm self-hate. So now I'm looking at my life and it's just not good enough and how so much gets kicked up simply because I didn't know to really keep an eye on my social media trolling and buying the lie that it's just not true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. And I think, you know, too another piece that I personally, I just really want people to understand is that this is a part of our culture and you need to be aware of what part you play in that. Right. Right. So I missed out on my cousin having a baby and then I Facebook emails me all the things I'm missing (laughs) out on. I mean, there's been moments and I'm like, Oh, like maybe I should get back. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it is, it is part of what we do. And so know your, know your place in that, know how it is affecting you. You know, if it's severe, obviously, but even at the other limit, unless you have pretty hardcore boundaries, yeah, there are moments that you're giving away to social media. Um, you know what I mean? Or just Mm -hmm. spending time in text conversations versus a real conversation, that sort of thing, you know, and we are seeing too, I think we cannot, negate the impact that our kids grow, growing up That's on right. screens is affecting some things. So we just now have, so what, the iPhone came out, I think we talked about this, 2007. Okay? iPad came out in 2010. So we just now have solid data on developmental places, you know, developmental milestones for children who are growing up on screens. Mm-hmm. And even the point that, and guys, if you were a parent, you have done it. If not, then you're a better person than me. <laughs> hey, I just want to eat dinner. Do you want to watch your... Yes. <laughs> watch a video you know what I mean everybody's done that okay it's it's what's available and someone told me like what's the difference between them watching the phone and coloring and I was like well 
A lot. Lots of, lots of things. <laughs> a lot of things. Um, but yeah, but you know what I'm saying. So I think just, you know, knowing that, and we can get into, you know, the, the brain science with that. We don't have to, but, you know, it is important to to just recognize like this impacts a lot of levels culturally it impacts brain development it impacts you know our lives how we interact with other people and i just think being aware and choosing to participate in what you actually want to participate in is really important does that make sense yeah and just Mm -hmm. setting some really firm boundary Mm -hmm. around it yeah you know i think we probably need to jump into some of this practical the practical pieces of this because i do think it's important for us to clarify Mm -hmm. we are not saying that if you're on social media yeah, you're a sinner, and you need to <laughs> repent and get off immediately. Yeah. And we're not, and we're we're just saying that there can be an extreme. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to be so aware of the effects that it has on us, and we need to set some boundaries, and we need to have some rules of engagement. Like I still have an Instagram. I think we all have Instagram. Yep, we do. Sure. Um, I still have a Facebook account, but mm-hmm. I realized I have to have some real rules yeah. for me personally so that I don't let this get out of hand in my own life. Um, but before we even talk about that, I do think it's important to say, okay, well, so how do I know? How do I know if this whole social media thing or gaming or phone addiction is at play in my life or maybe in somebody else's life? Um, and a couple of things that come to mind to me is, first of all, when you, I mean, as it goes with probably any addiction, if you can't live without it, you got, you got a problem. Yeah, like, that's, that's right. just kind of an easy way to tell. If I literally start getting anxious and worried or whatever, if I have been separated from social media for a few days Mm -hmm. or if I can't even go for 24 hours, I actually have this is one of my boundaries in my own life is that I have literally put on the calendar three days a month. It's like social media fast day. Like don't even look for 24 hours. Just Mm -hmm. can you do it? Can you be okay? And if not, then there's some there's a problem. Yeah. But like just building in some like fasting time from it where you just don't even look and pay attention. So if that's not a doable thing for you, it's something to look yeah, at. Something to look up. I think too, if you're choosing to be online over actually having relationships face to face with other people, especially close friends and mm-hmm. family, um, or if it's affecting your work, you find that you know you're scrolling and seeing what everybody's up to and and not getting things done Mm -hmm. um you know which goes back to the piece of this is if this is affecting your life and your relationships right so work family friends all of that um if anything is coming in the way of that you know it's a concern but especially social media Mm -hmm. which is again so accessible right so um yeah it's funny you mentioned having a boundary like i just had to delete all social media apps off of my phone Mm -hmm. Um, except like Twitter I just found myself very angry all the time so (laughs) I just deleted it and my life is much better I'm not on there trying to figure out you know which news source is somehow in the middle or you know whatever it is so um, yeah I mean it can be just small things like that or it can be severe where you need to really work through some stuff with a counselor right and we've hit on these too but let's just run through them really quick and that is what are some of the reasons you know because we always want to make sure we're getting to the real root of things um, that social media can become a root issue and there's a couple things comparison like we talked mm-hmm. about already fear of rejection I mean it's so easy to have this fear of rejection or fear of failure so I won't even step into that I'm not yeah. going to be in real relationship I'll just do kind of the pseudo relationship thing over here and I think there's that fear of intimacy and connectivity you know the example I have an example I was thinking of earlier just that there there's a young man that I knew um, whose marriage and family just fell apart because he got got really pulled into the gaming of things. Yeah. Um, 
And it was actually really, really sad because his wife saw it coming. His community saw it coming. He was very involved in his church, but he just got to the point where it became such a secondary life to him that became primary over his marriage, over his kids that he chose it. Like Mm -hmm. ultimately he had plenty of people in his life saying, Hey, this is not okay. You are way out of bounds here. And he still made the decision. And it actually led to an adulterous affair with someone else that was in the gaming community. And it just opened his whole family up to this whole thing. And you think gaming, like that's, Mm -hmm. you think of like a Wii game or something. This was a whole nother level for him that really Mm -hmm. obliterated his family. And it was Mm -hmm. so, so sad. That's not always the case, but that is a side of it that we want to make sure we are pointing out that can come in as well. Yeah, it can become very real world, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, because and a lot of people, I think, don't understand that. And the couples I've worked with, too, it's that same thing. Like, it is like this other real world that I have created via the gaming, if that makes sense. Mm So it's and it's really tough. And sometimes people do choose that. And it is heartbreaking. Mm, Yeah. Well, okay. So lastly, I think it's always great to, to land on what. What do I do if I feel like this is an issue in my life? Or I would even say that a few of the things that we might mention here would be, what are you? What do we do to safeguard ourselves? What do I do? Right. And, you know, we've already talked about just monitoring your time online, keeping a journal to just see, like, how much time am I spending online? I, You know, I talked about having social media fast days. Um, and, you know, Brooke, you talked about removing the applications from your phone. I've even moved all my applications to screen number five. Yeah. So you have I to cannot swipe. believe how much that changed how often I go I to didn't even sites. know there was well screen. I don't know you can create a new screen like she's That's got a lot back. of yeah, I like because it because it takes a lot more time to get to it it's amazing how yeah. much less you I go you forget there mm-hmm. I do. you're like oh Facebook and I've started oh, posting much less because of that as well um, and the only thing I would add to that just idea of journaling and kind of thinking is just even to have some questions to ask yourself why Why do I want to post this right now it's what right. is my motivation for posting this right now if you got kids I don't have kids right now mm-hmm. but like do I want to have to explain this post to my kid when they're That's 20 right. years old like why did I share this intimate part of your life with mm-hmm. the rest of the world it's so true like, just some que- I mean I don't know what the questions are for you maybe we can come up with some and put them in the notes for yeah. the, the podcast but just some practical things to, to safeguard yourself and I have to add to that too at some point along the way we were talking with a guest and she was talking about that you do create a footprint in social media for your children that you need to just be aware of like there is the bigger picture about okay yeah. do I want her when she's 18 to be able to find this picture of her. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Not that it's even inappropriate, but there's something to be said about when we start to share those intimate details. Is that something she'd want to share when she's of age to share it? It's just something to be thoughtful of, you know? Yeah, I just, a wave of anxiety came over me thinking about my mother having access <laughs> to social media when I was a child. <laughs> um, she does a great job now. She leaves me out of it, thankfully. But um, yeah, wow. I need to really reevaluate some things. <laughs> Thanks, Mel. This is for uh, us too. Guys, yeah, yeah, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and to you know, guys, I mean, I if you've been listening to these podcasts, I say it every single time, and I will continue to say it find accountability. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you're concerned, even if you just want to like evaluate whether or not, but especially if you're listening, you're like, yeah, that's me, right? Mm -hmm. Find accountability, call somebody and say, kind of, will you help me out? Like, and maybe you're not even sure what your motivations are, Mm -hmm. right? You're just listening to us say these things, and you're like, oh, I do that and I do that and oh that's not good and maybe I have given up relationships or you know my emotions uh, rise and fall with likes or you know whatever that is call somebody and have accountability Um, that's going to be a huge step of overcoming anything frankly anything in your life at Mm -hmm. you know some level Um, 
Also, you know, ask the Lord what lies you're believing about your value and your worth. So, I mean, we're talking about actually getting to the root of things. Like, what need does this meet? Yeah. Right? And in some ways, it can totally be healthy, but in other ways, it isn't. I think with social media, it's just a very fine line. And Mm -hmm. so, you have to be really Mm self-aware. And so, spend that time with the Lord asking Him if you're meeting any needs um, with that, that He needs to be healing Mm -hmm. for you. Yeah, it's so Uh, good. Yeah. And I would just add to that, too, just giving Him permission to give you next steps and strategy if it's time. I mean, even down to the little things like we've talked about, removing the apps off your phone, all the way up to going, you know what, maybe I need to get one of those little flip phones for a while, you know? That's the big thing. Dumb phones. Dumb phones. Uh I actually have a couple (laughs) girls I've been counseling that are in high school that are like, Jen, that's becoming the new thing. Like, kids are actually wanting to back off their smartphones, and there's this kind of wave of kids that are starting to go back to the flip phones because they want to be able to disengage with some things. I'm like, I like your friends. Mm -hmm. I want them to be my friends. You know what I mean? That's really good. So there's just, there's a real intentionality, and God's so good about giving a strategy. So taking that time to give him permission to speak those things to you, and then walking it out. Mm -hmm. Yep. So good. I know. a whole series on this one. Well, we always have our, I know (laughs) (laughs) it was a workout. Um, we are going to be moving on next week to a whole new conversation, but I would love to just encourage people again. We love to hear from listeners. We love to hear your feedback, your thoughts, your questions, your ideas. And we really are going to start trying, um, towards the last part of this year to engage more with our listeners. Mm-hmm. We would just love to have more conversations with you guys. We know you're out there. You're we out hear there. from you occasionally. <laughs> so we just we just would love to know your thoughts on these things. We'd also love to know your questions. And so feel free to email us at mercytalk at mercymultiplied.com and um, we will get back with you. Mm-hmm. We will respond. We'll respond to every email we That's get. That's right, we do. <laughs> Every single yep. one. And and we would love to even be able to bring some of that onto the shows and answer some listener questions that we think would be helpful for everybody else. Mm-hmm. So don't shy away from that at all. Um, and before we close out today, we do just want to re- remind um, all of our listeners that Mercy operates completely on the financial support of our donors. Mm-hmm. And so if you are connecting with these podcasts, um, if you want to help us keep these things going, we just encourage you to consider partnering with us financially because we cannot do what we do. We yeah. just really can't do anything that we do here at Mercy Podcast, Residential Program, any of it without the financial support of our donors. So if you want to give to Mercy, you can do that by going to mercymultiplied.com. We're going to continue on in this conversation um, with addictions with a completely different topic next week. Um, so we hope that you will join us then. Mm-hmm.